0: Karen Smallman on 101 ESPN, and every Monday, the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Michelle, one of the great things about radio is that you learn about people, and people kind of take you behind the curtain of their lives and and what they are and who they are. And one thing I learned over this weekend that I was not aware of is that Chris Kerber and Tequila do not have a very good
2: relationship.
0: Kerbs, <laughs> good morning. How you doing?
2: um I'm, I'm good i I enjoy a spectacular margarita. we're fine there. it's just one on one we fight
0: <laughs> give give us uh, give us the genesis of this. how did this disagreement begin
2: <laughs> Listen i went out uh went out with a good buddy of mine paul Rohde, to uh to visit my brother in california. My brother kevin played division one water polo for u c Irvine right and uh uh and so uh, we go out there, and uh, let's just say that uh, I, I was not a friend of the world at the time, really, but you know, just kind of going through a battle. And we go to a bar in the Irvine called Sharky's, and uh, they, they serve up just these buckets of Long Island iced teas basically with about 30 straws. It, it wasn't COVID <laughs> safe, I'll tell you that. So, uh, Kevin says, you know, and he's, he's about, Kevin's 11 months younger than I am, so my younger brother says, oh, I'm gonna mess him up. So, um, we're at the bar and he orders me what he called a suicide, which is where they take the bar mat, you know, everything they pour the drinks over and just dump that into a glass. So oh. you don't know you don't know if you're getting what kind of drink or whatever and or is it all juice or whatever. And all I, I do remember telling Kevin, I said, just don't put tequila, which was the dump. That's the wet paint. Don't touch moment. Right. <laughs> and uh, so that must've said, Hey, and so he looked at his buddy, the bartender and he said, and so they put it in there. And then you just, you top the, the shot glass off with whatever. Well, they topped it off with tequila. Well, okay. I did the shot, turned around, booted. And uh, that was the last time tequila and I really were on speaking terms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you're brave, now Curbs, I've got, to listen, drink that. You're I've brave. Got a neighbor,
2: now, in all fairness, okay, because you, you guys know I've really enjoyed over the last, uh, oh, I don't know, seven, eight years or so, kind of learning more about bourbons, whiskeys and things mm-hmm. and getting into that world and studying it and, and figuring some things out. So um, the, I said, okay, well, I got to give tequila. Like, maybe we should talk. Like, I will never give a beat another chance. Beats The beats, they're out. Those, okay, that's <laughs> I don't know if that's a vegetable, a fruit, or something, but it's, it should be. It's, it's just not part of the diet, you know. So I got, I got, you know, uh, Roman Duenias, who is a sports producer over at Channel Two, lives up the street, and uh, uh, he's trying to kind of wean me back into the tequila world. So, <laughs> and 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 all everybody keeps telling me the same thing. Oh, you just got to try good tequilas. Okay, mm-hmm. so we went ahead and tried that. Man, the smell gets you. It's What grabs you at the beginning?
1: Have you chilled it, hope- Curbs?
2: Uh, yeah, we've done that. Now he actually had a uh, couple weeks ago. We tried one, and it was kind of a uh, a spicy one. Mm. And that one actually, like that one actually was pretty decent. But no, for the most part, uh, we've got a strained relationship.
1: <laughs> well, Kerbs another yeah. strained relationship, just like you and Tequila. The Blues and Mike Hoffman. He's a healthy scratch yesterday. What's going on there?
2: Well, I mean, guys, I, I yeah, I, I don't think you look too much into this other than. The, the team as a whole is not playing really well, uh, and Craig Berube is all about accountability. And it doesn't matter whether you're a top end player, a fourth line player, or a guy that they just pulled off the taxi squad. If they if he doesn't if he's not happy with the way you're playing, he's going to give you as a veteran player the respect to to right the ship. And I, I guarantee you this this did not just come out of the blue. This just didn't happen. And Mike Hoffman went in and said, "Whoa, wait, what?" I mean, at, at some point, I'm pretty sure they saw the train coming down the tracks where there were conversations either on the ice at a morning skate. Um, there was video sessions, things like that, especially to a veteran player. I mean, th- this, this is a coaching staff that shows that kind of respect. And so, um, but in the end, it also sends a message to everybody else, you know, who's in line for the next one too, by the way. So, like, um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't overlook too much into it other than, the team wasn't playing well. He had one goal in his last six games. It wasn't quite ten games, but it gives you an idea what it felt like, apparently, to the head coach. And uh, and, and and you just you go from there. And it's never easy for a veteran player uh, to to be a healthy scratch like that. But I mean, it, it, if you want to talk about sending your entire team a message, if he's going to sit a veteran player, he'll sit anybody, and he needs more people to really start stepping up and bringing it for this hockey team.
0: Curbs. Up. I've been saying all morning in terms of bringing it, they just, they need their guys to go to the net. It's not like they aren't getting shots, but they aren't taking away goalies eyes. They aren't jostling goalies at all. There's not a lot of activity in the crease. And that's how you get to an 11 game streak where you have 18 goals and five, you had a five goal game and a four game goal. Otherwise in your last 11, nine of those games with nine regulation goals.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, that, that that's an issue randy without a doubt is is how you are you're not getting to the front of the net now look i thought last night they did i mean there were some real good chances and it, it just squirted through a little bit and and, and things so like I, I thought last night they did a pretty solid job of getting to the front of the net um and and it's a progress i actually think these last three games they've played some pretty good hockey and you you're seeing something build and i, I know look i know if you're a fan you're listening saying okay you know, quit with the Kool-Aid or somebody slips some tequila in your Cheerios there, <laughs> but they, um, uh, no, I mean, I, I really think that you're, you're seeing a team game starting to come back a little bit here, um, and, and that I think is a positive. Now, the, error, the, the, the issue to me is they have to be playing less of a, I, I guess they have to be making fewer mistakes, so they've got to be able to make up for each other's mistakes better. Because when you aren't scoring, you are going to have to find a way to win some games two to one. And as Craig said yesterday, yeah, it's hard to do, but you can do it. Teams have done it. The New Jersey Devils put a whole era together that bored the heck out of their fans by winning cups, doing it that way, right? But but nonetheless, you're going to have to find a way to do it. And um, you, you know, Tory Krug's had a tough run here mm-hmm. with with some of the turnovers lately. Like he's he's kind of hitting the last few games what Zach Sanford hit against Arizona you know, where, where turnovers and, and even if it looks like he's trying to make the right play, like he did two nights ago and gets deflected the puck. And I think you got to give Ryan gets some credit for being just a smart hockey player, making a good play too, you know, but right now, every time that's happening, they're picking the puck out of his net. And so I, I, it's a combination of a lot of different things right now. Uh, Unfortunately, real missed opportunities here. I mean, you're playing the worst team in your division and you, and, and you only get one out of four points. So, the flip side of it is you just got to figure this out. You're, you turn the page. You're tied in games with – you're no longer worried about the, the race with Vegas, Minnesota, and Colorado. You turn the page. You're, your race is now with Los Angeles and Arizona. You're tied in games with Arizona. You got a one-point lead. Arizona plays Colorado this week while you're idle, and then you go play Colorado twice on the weekend. Uh, this is now a 21-game race between those three teams for a playoff spot because I still believe – get into the playoffs and who knows what happens. I mean, goalies can steal series, whatever, but that that's where the race is focused right now in my book.
1: Curves do you think this mini break that the blues have could be beneficial for them to get their bodies and their minds, right?
2: Yeah. You, you know, I, I fight with something here, uh, Michelle, and, and, and I don't mean for this to sound, come across as callous or, or of not understanding because it, you guys know me well enough. I, I, I I make sure we try to always keep that human aspect of the game involved, right? Because it is humans playing; it's not you know cards with stats on the back going head to head. Having said that, you know the, the, this to me just comes down to whether or not you're going to want to do it. There's enough veteran players on this hockey team that they know how to do it, and and are, are they just going to come out and out compete and out battle and 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 play smart hockey and there's there's no excuses at this point of well you've got the you know you've been in a hotel for a long time and the lockdown scenarios in California are different in other places and all these other things that that are challenges while those are very real uh, you, you don't have those in front of you right now if there's anything I think these next four days are going to do especially if they they're going to get today off and and, and maybe tomorrow it, I do think that just being at home I I really do think that just being able to go you know, into your own house, whether you you have kids or, or not. And and just be a part of that for a couple of days is probably going to be some chicken soup for the soul for this group because of the amount of time they've been gone. And then you get back at it. I still, I I'm, I'm still real bullish about this hockey team and, and, and what they can do. I'm excited to see them play against some of these top teams. They, they, they played with Vegas. You know, the, the third periods is what got away with them. They played right there with Minnesota and they're better than Minnesota, even with the injuries they are a better hockey team than Minnesota Mm -hmm. is, you know, um, it's just unfortunate three games in a row. You played the kind of game that's made the other team's goalie the number one star and your goaltender hasn't, has been a a top star once, I think since uh, the fourth game of the season. So those are, they got to work that through. So hopefully some, hopefully just some family time, but, I still think this team's going to be okay.
0: Curbs, because you're with us on Monday, we didn't get a chance to talk to you about the passing of Bobby Plager. And the the one overriding theme that I have talked about is that our world is a less fun place. We never had a time, and you and I spent tons and tons of time with Bobby when we were doing those shows at 14th and Clark, but I never had a time around Bobby Plager where I didn't have fun.
2: Uh, I didn't either. You know, even uh, I I'd, I'd get texts from him on such a regular basis, and and, and it was such a uh, treat throughout this uh, the pandemic time and things. Where sometimes it's a meme, sometimes it's a joke, and when we get together, Randy, I'll just scroll through that text chain, and, and Michelle, so you can see those because uh, they're, they're they're not safe for work sometimes. <laughs> and uh, but you know, and then the then the other one you get is you know Vince Dunn had a tough play a few games back and, and I, I get a 29 with some, you know, emojis that are either the angry face or the sad face. And, and I started laughing because are sitting there going, Bobby Plague is sending you emojis <laughs> like, right, right. Put this into perspective. Right. So, uh, yeah, listen, it's been a hard few days. And, um, but I think, I think, I think the team really did a great job by, uh, with what they did at these last two games, uh, you know, I, I know the, the funeral plans are being worked up right now. And, and, and it, it it's sad, I, I guess, Randy, I, I got to the point and I get get to this point real quick in these situations, but, um, I, I try to mourn their loss less and celebrate their life more. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I look at it through those kinds of lenses, To me, it's just our. It's up to us to carry on what he brought, and and that's that's just how well he treated people. That smile. So, you know, it's a Monday. So, you know, the goal today is can we can we make somebody smile? Can we make somebody laugh? And and if we did that, then we've honored Bobby's legacy really really well. And then we try to do it again tomorrow. That's that that that'll be the approach. I'm going to dearly miss the guy. I've cried. I, I don't even know how many times. And even even last night, I'm just still scrolling through and. Looking at the videos that the team had put out, and you know, on channel five and channel four and channel two, all did just amazing uh, tributes to them. It's, it was really something special and, and just awesome to sit and watch.
0: Very well said. Curbs, always good to talk to you. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Have an awesome weekend. If it's okay with you guys on Sequel and De Mayo. I'm just going to just uh, use a different, <laughs> different substance.
0: <laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs> right. good, good idea. See you, See you Curbs. All Take right. care. That's the voice of the blues. Chris Kerber on 101 ESPN.
1: TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.